Miracy. Hi, I'm Michael O'Brien, and you're listening to Making It. I'm a meditation teacher, and I run a business called Pause, Breathe, Reflect. Growing up, I wanted to play Major League Baseball, but I wanted to play it for a Canadian team because Toronto was the closest city to where I grew up, and I would dream about playing shortstop for the Blue Jays. They were my first Major League Baseball team to see a game, and I was like, I'm in love. Here's where I want to play. The dream lasted until I was about 14, and then I realized I didn't have the ability to play Major League Baseball. But I fell in love with a European sport called cycling, and so that became my new love. And then I started to dream about racing my bike in Europe. So I was still dreaming about racing or competing at the highest level. I just happened to switch sports, hoping that my physical ability would match better than it did with baseball. I'm a very good cyclist, but I'm not the tip of the spear kind of athlete that can get to the top 1% of the 1%. But I still love both. I'm still a baseball fan, and I still love cycling. Well, in 2001, it was the first seed of thinking about being an entrepreneur. I had just gotten hit riding my bike, training for a bike race by a speeding SUV. So here I was. Doctors don't know how I survived the accident, broke a whole bunch of everything. I'm in the ICU. I don't remember any of this at all. But my wife remembers me telling her something. That was the seed that eventually I watered over 13 years. That became my entrepreneurial journey. So that was it. So I knew in the ICU, no consciousness that I said it at all, no memory, but I knew I wanted to become a coach one day. I didn't know how, I didn't necessarily know what type, but I knew it was going to be part of my future. The whole thing came from maybe a little of the divine, Our company started working with an executive coach about three months prior to my accident. Up until that point, I didn't even know professional coaching was a thing in corporate life. I thought coaches were for sports, when you're growing up, that type of thing. But I didn't think executives had coaches. And then we hired someone. And he must have made a mark on me because that's the person I told my wife to find. I told her, go find David. He will show us the way. And when I came out of the ICU, she was like, who's David? Or I said, what are you talking about? She goes, you kept on saying, find David. He will show us the way. And I was like, I did? David opened the door of possibility that there was a different way to do this thing called leadership. And I would also add how you do this thing called life. So he had not a background in business, but he had a background in neuroscience. And I just loved, I loved his energy. And just, he put on the table other ways of doing things, not only for me, but for the whole team. I was like, this is really cool. This could be something. I didn't know when I was going to do it, but I knew I was going to follow in his footsteps. It was only a matter of time. And then 13 years after that accident, I was like, okay, the divine, the universe, mother nature, whoever, said it was time to make this move. And that's when I made the jump. I never really thought ever I would be an entrepreneur. 
I thought the script was go to college, go to university, find a gig and work your way up the corporate ladder. That was my worldview. That's what I saw from my dad and the other people around me. So I didn't know anyone who was an entrepreneur, really until I met David. So then I left my corporate life at the tender age of, what was I, like 47. And I knew like nothing. Like I didn't know anything about social media. I didn't know really how to market myself. I knew none of this, but I had this passion that I wanted to be there to support people, help people see that there was a different way of leading, a different way of living life, much like David did for me all those years ago. So as I show up today, I do try to pay it forward. I also try to show up in the right way to pay it back to David. It's the same way I think about my accident. All those people who saved my life back in 2001, I show up every day in a way to honor how they showed up for me when I was most fragile, when I was literally and figuratively broken. I spent three months in the hospital, countless surgeries. And at first, my view of my life was everything that I had lost, everything I couldn't do anymore that I didn't have. And then I found the practice of gratitude. And that helped me understand how much I had in my life and how much I could still do. And it was from that place I worked on my recovery to heal, to get stronger. So that practice I have today really started back when I was recovering from my, what I call my last bad day. And we can still be thirsty for more. And that's how I feel about my entrepreneurial journey. I have so much and we've done so much to put good into the world. So it comes from that place. And yeah, I'm still thirsty for more. I'm not coasting. I'm still working at it. But coming from a completely different vibe or attitude, one that I think is just a healthier way to show up for life. Harshness, which is so common across the world and in many industries, I really hope we can lose that and say, hey, no, we can speak kindly to ourselves, but still push ourselves. And as we get better at talking to ourselves with kindness, then we can speak to each other with kindness. And we can put more kindness in the world, more, say, compassion in the world. Because right now, the world is hurting. We don't soothe the hurt by putting more pain on top of it. We soothe the hurt by offering compassion. And from that spot, that's how we grow. I think that's how we truly make it. When I think about what it means to make it, there is a peacefulness and a grace about it. So to me, it's not some step on a podium or it's not about wealth or you have X number of followers or all that. There is a peacefulness and gracefulness to like, okay, there's maybe a confidence like, okay, I'm here. I feel good in my own skin. I'm supporting others. I'm not forcing it. It's not stressful. It's not reactionary. It is. And we're here. And that peacefulness and grace is, to me, very appealing. That's worth a ton of money and a ton of status to be able to live life in that way. So when I first checked into social media, because everyone said, you got to be on social media to market yourself, all the definitions of making it seem to suggest this hustle and grind wealth, external merit badges, all the things I was chasing in the early part of my career before 
by accident. And that was a bit of an allergic reaction. This doesn't seem to be in alignment. So I, I took a pause and made a shift. And I came up with my own definition so I could be in alignment with my work and get to that point of peacefulness and gracefulness. Yeah, I do think I've made it because it really is coming from a place of gratitude. The best piece of advice I've received was right in the beginning. Don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. And so when you go out there as an entrepreneur, perhaps, you see all these people on social media that seem like they've made it. They have an amazing podcast or a book or a company or you name it. And it looks so good. It looks so shiny and polished. And you're like, that's what I want. I want that. But what we miss is all the beginning days that they went through, all the times that we don't see their beginning when they were probably a little rough around the edges. So I think what's appropriate is to slow it down just a bit so we can be thoughtful. So but it's that rush that I have to be at a certain level by a certain time, and then it just circles from there, and there's a lot of frustration and comparison and Again, going back to self-talk, we start to beat ourselves up. Why can't I do it better? It's going to be okay. Just enjoy the ride, wherever the ride takes you. Trust that it's going to take you to some really wonderful places. In some moments, it won't be easy. In certain moments, it's going to be downright hard or impossible. And you're going to have moments of pure joy and happiness. But soak it all in because... It's all part of your ride. I'm Michael O'Brien, and you've been listening to Making It. And you can find me on Instagram at pause, breathe, reflect. Making It is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Once Upon a Business. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, please follow us on YouTube or your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment or a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.